0: I did in a van once. Did I tell you that story? No. No? That The way I teased that, that sounds jacked up. <laughs> stick around. I'll stick around. Later in the show, we'll learn what I was editing in a van. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Sizzle Reel podcast. I'm Alexi. I'm Chris. And we are out here on episode nine. We're almost there. Woop woop. We had a self-imposed goal of 10 episodes. 10 and now we are at nine we're at nine we're one away folks this is uh, about to be a show-stopping episode we got so much good stuff to get to and uh first you know more importantly than anything i go i want to check in on chris i want to see how he's doing chris what's up man how are you doing you having a good day you having a good week
1: I'm, i'm having a pretty good week i mean it's it's monday though so it's been it's been a short week so far how was your thanksgiving my Thanksgiving was really good. I got to go down to Florida. I got to hang out with my family. We drove. My family's only four people. So like not a big event, not a big gathering. You drove all the way to Florida? That was crazy, right? Dang. That's how long did that take? Well, it's like 14 to 16 hours kind of depending Jesus
0: Christ. on stops and stuff. We took our dog. How often do you stop like to take breaks, you know, you take, whether it's a pee break, a food break, a coffee break, whatever, like as the longest? how you drive, you drive like a long time at once or you take quick, like a lot of breaks.
1: Well, man, last time I drove to New York from Florida, I did it solo and I probably stopped only two or three times to pee really because I was, I was just up against the clock and I had to get home but i did stop off at like two or three different fast food places and kind of waited in line there
0: like does that count no, as a stop yeah, that's a pretty that's a pretty uh pretty big stop in my opinion yeah, if you I, stopped I, at the right fast food place that's a big stop that was oh, a big man. stop I had a little chick fil A, I had a zaxby's i had a oh, firehouse <laughs> chris went on the chicken tour of you, the east coast <laughs> you already know you, you know i um i gotta say man you you know what More power to You probably are good at sitting around in in one place at at one time. You do it all dang day. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know,
1: I'm actually pretty terrible at it. I get super (laughs) antsy. Like if I could stop every 30 minutes or an
0: hour, I totally would. That's my preferred way to do it. Yeah. I like to stop every like maximum. I want to like, I don't want to be in the car for more than like 90 minutes maximum. yeah, Yeah. I'm
1: pretty good at being in the car for long trips just because I used to, work in a car driving like as a news photographer i spent all day driving to places and then getting out of the car a lot of
0: people were saying that but i don't like it everyone back in jacksonville would always say oh chris oh when that motherfucker wasn't working he was a wawa that's what they said they said you spent your time in a wawa parking lots is that true speak on that that's actually pretty true uh
1: but that was when i was working i was That was when you were working. (laughs) You were working
0: in the Wawa parking lot.
1: Yeah, basically. That's where we'd post stuff to edit. Like after we were done shooting stuff, a lot of times we'd go to the Wawa because no no one messes with you if you park there. No one's like, hey, get out of here. And you can you can get delicious sandwiches whenever you want. You can grab a coffee. You can pee if you need to. Dude, it's like your own private office. I mean, your get, own
0: private Idaho.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, when they built Wawa's in Florida, it was a game changer for for news photographers.
0: I can't say that I um, am into that. I'm not a fan of the post and open a parking lot type of situation. It's not for me. I don't want to do it. Honestly, it was kind of sketch sometimes because I mean... You, You'd feel kind of vulnerable.
1: Well, what times were you there? You were there like in the middle of the night probably or what? All, oh, all every time of day. I oh. mean, we, we'd be there during the day, but sometimes we'd also be there. Yeah. Like 3 a.m. Like, D- did they ever build the Wawa? Like, were you ever at a Wawa that was in, like a bad part of town or some shit where it's like crime rate and stuff? Or Not what? really there that I can think of. There is only one Wawa that it was was in a less than desirable area, but it was somewhere off like Blanding or something like that. It was on mm-hmm. the West side, Word. but it
0: wasn't like bad. And they always have, they're always brightly lit. I guess you guys yeah. have a ton of gear in there. So that's kind of a, but who yeah. the hell's going to go rob a fucking news thing? Next thing you know, you're going to be on the news.
1: Well, I mean, it's that, but like people are weird with the news. They have like a weird hatred for it. And I mean, th- th- this is su- super sad, but like a few years ago, some, some dude like shot someone on air. He killed someone on
0: air. What? Where yeah, was this? This
1: was in like I don't know Baltimore, Washington, somewhere like that.
0: What the hell? Yeah. A person or like a person went and shot a newscaster. Yeah. What the hell? Um, that doesn't sound that doesn't sound like a a very yeah that's scary as hell. Honestly, like and a plus I didn't even know that we lived in that sort of you know that yeah sort the, of country where that this shit was in happen. like
1: 2015 a a gunman killed the reporter and the uh, in Virginia, the reporter and the cameraman, I think he
0: was like a disgruntled employee or something oh, like okay. that. So it was like, it was personal. They yeah. Per- I thought, I thought maybe it was like someone who was just like, the media is full of liars. I'm going to go out there. You know what I mean? But, uh, I mean, if that happened, I wouldn't be surprised either. No offense, but like, I mean, it's just, people are, are wild and
1: yeah. I mean, you get just when you're in that position, you just feel vulnerable and so you, so the, so the you most, like so every time you were
0: sitting, it was sitting duck. That's pretty good. You yeah. were sitting like a duck in the Wawa parking lot. Well, in in the
1: Wawa's wall we felt a little bit better. That's why, that's why oh, gas that's stations why were like super there. important. Cause a lot of times we would otherwise just like park on the side of the road somewhere, but you know, that's kind of close to the crime scene or whatever. Well, or sometimes the, we'd have to stay for the live shots at a crime scene that had just been cleared so there weren't any cops around anymore but they still want you in that dangerous area. Yeah. So you know it just doesn't feel good. How dangerous
0: is it though if a crime just happened there like it might be right at that point where it's not actually you know they say it's always darkest before the dawn Oh, I, th- I thought
1: you were going to say that lightning never strikes twice Twice in the in same, same place, place. Because that's because another that, good one.
0: The, yeah but that's not true I'm No? Sure. Alright well. <laughs> But, but rarely does lightning strike in the same exact spot right after it just struck. That's not. That's more of a mouthful. But that's that's what the saying <laughs> okay, should be. Okay. Okay. Rarely does lightning ever strike twice in the same spot after one lightning has just touched down. Okay. After that's that's one they lightning. Say. Okay. And I think that after that crime happened, it's not like someone's going to show up and have an exact crime in the exact same. Oh shit, man! I wanted to do a crime here, and someone just did one. Well, I'm still gonna do it, even though Chris is there. Fuck it, I'm doing it. I don't know. I well, I edited in a van once. Did I tell you that story? No. No. That the way I teased that, that sounds jacked up. <laughs> stick around. I'll just stick around later in the show. We'll learn what I was editing in a van. I, um, what kind of van was this? It, this was just like a Sprinter, like one of those like okay, Sprinter right. yeah, vans, a, yeah, beam, to- a Beamer baby or a uh, Mercedes. Sorry, sorry Mercedes. I was confused those two all that's the what, yeah, we time. I used to drive the Mercedes. Is there a reason I confuse Mercedes and Beamer? I don't know why all the They're- time. German. Um, maybe that's why. Who knows? It's because I never had one. So oh, <laughs> wow. until yet. Stick around at the end until yet. Until now. Stick around at the end of the podcast. I'm gonna reveal my new car. Oh, it's oh. either a Mercedes or a Beamer. I don't know. Okay. It was a sprinter van that I edited in, and it was in uh, I don't know if I ever told you this story. I was in in London working on some uh show called uh it's called Football. The name of the show was it's called Football. Okay. And uh we had a scene that was being filmed on a houseboat and I went in there cause I was just, I was like, I had my laptop with me cause I was just kind of like ingesting stuff and doing dailies as well to get ahead of the project. And, um, I was trying to edit this one scene while they were filming, um, from the previous day. And I went on the I went on the houseboat and I started uh, working and within like five or 10 minutes, I was just like, oh shit, I started like getting seasick. I was oh, like, no, yeah, well, because I'm like trying to stare at this computer screen while we're like, while the boat's moving. And I know it doesn't feel like a lot for people who are just walking around, but the fact that I'm like trying to focus on a computer screen and video going on on that screen, what, you know what I mean? It's almost like yeah. staring at your phone while you're riding in an Uber or something. Uh, and so I left and I went and edited in the back of the van and that's when I, I never felt as much uh as like a, a kindred spirit to you in the back of that Wawa <laughs> or in the back of the van in the Wawa. <laughs> I guess you were in the back of the Wawa. We actually had um <clears throat> there was one reporter who couldn't
1: write like on um, she couldn't write her scripts on her computer or really look at a computer at all
0: while we were driving. Yeah. So that slowed us down a whole lot. Well, that makes sense. I mean, I'm like that. I don't dude, anytime I take an Uber, I like legit start getting motion sickness. If it's if I'm in there for more than like 10 minutes. Is that just anytime you're in a car or like It's if I'm in like the back seat of a car and the drivers are a little bit nuts and you know how it is, man. Uber drivers yeah. around here, everyone just slamming on the brakes all the time. It's like stop and go, stop and go. Dude, it's New like, York dude. drivers
1: are insane to me. Like they're very I don't want to say. That. I don't want to see that's the thing is I don't even know if they're good drivers. They're good at like getting around things and for the most part not hitting people. Honestly, it's kind of amazing to me yeah. how, how aggressive New York drivers are without more incidents. Yeah. But also being in the car of one, I wouldn't say it's good driving. Like I'd say it's reckless and, and wild driving. It, it's, it's,
0: it's good. It's good. It's not reckless and why it, reason it, it works
1: here. But if you take that to any other city,
0: it fucks everything yeah, up. but no you one's going to drive like pred- that. Yes, you they think do. So? That's, that's, that's
1: why Florida drivers are
0: crazy like that. Miami all- drivers are the worst. Dude, that's Miami- the worst one.
1: South Florida, bro. But
0: I guess that kind of proves what you're saying is that Miami people are coming from New York mostly and then they're fucking shit up. But look, I think it works here because everyone's used to everyone agrees. That's how we're going to drive. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, almost yeah. like if you have a pickup basketball game or a pickup soccer game and everyone's chilling and then someone shows up and is like mad aggressive and they're like throwing elbows and like going up for every rebound. Yeah. You got to pull them aside and be like, look, hey, it's not that kind of game. It's not that kind of game. We had this one guy once in a pickup basketball game. We kicked him out of the group. Damn. Yeah, yeah, we did it. We just said. Did he show up anyway, later. though? No, because he didn't know when the games were happening anymore. He got oh. kicked out of the group. He got kicked out of the group. He had two chances. He came and played twice. Both times he was overly aggressive. We had to had to cut him loose. You know, we had to cut him loose. Yeah, man. i I'd, I'd do the same thing, man. If you start editing too, uh, too crazy over here. Yeah, if, if I get
1: reckless with my edits, if if I'm not yeah, if I mean I'm a bucking
0: bronco. Okay, there's only room that's enough true, for one bucking bronco up in here. That's how it
1: is. <sighs> yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a tame little pony. You're a tame edit
0: pony, dude. Yeah. You've been editing that the sneaker show, the flip catch catch it on Verizon in the know. Oh man, that that that's rap, basically. That's that's, that's done, done, guys. Where if you haven't caught up yet. Um, go check it out. I don't know where you can find it. At Watch In The Know on Instagram, great handle. Yeah, let's say that with no sarcasm. That is a <laughs> sick handle.
1: At Watch In The Know, for real though. If if you're listening, go go watch some of those. Yeah, May, maybe give them a like. Maybe a subscribe. Honestly, honestly, if we're trying to get a season are, two, we, we need
0: to get a season two because frankly, it's a good show. If you guys, cool. if you guys like sneakers at all, if anyone's listening, to this you like sneakers. I I actually highly recommend. It's hosted by the by Rax Hogan. Um, but highly recommend check it out. You'll, you'll find, you'll maybe find some stuff that you didn't know about and you'll, you'll learn a little bit about, uh, you know, new sneaker designs and stuff like that. And I I think there should be a season two. And if you guys go on there, make that comment, make it known to the in the know brass. I want them to renew this bad
1: boy. That'd be great. I mean, they're, they're pretty chill edits and it's interesting to, to learn about sneakers,
0: whatever's coming out soon. The reason I want them to renew it is because I just love the content. Yeah, I'm a big content head, specifically for that type of content.
1: I mean, it's good stuff, though. Like they they need to market it somehow. I I need to I need to. That's true. They They, have so many followers
0: on. They need to market it better. That's for that's for freaking sure, man. Like they, because straight up, all all joking aside, like I know I was just messing around with the content show, but all joking aside, like. It actually is a well-made show and it deserves more viewers than it gets, but we're, we're right there, aren't we? We're at that point We're at peak content where like there's people out there who are making incredible, incredible stuff. And like, maybe it gets viewed by like, I don't know, maybe 10,000 people and that's it. And then it's lifespan is over and you're just like, well, that's a bummer. You know what I mean? But Hey, at least the creativity is a flowing. I don't know. You know, like I think our, I think our TikTok is, is pretty, pretty fire. Yeah. It gets yeah. like, you know. Uh, uh, what's engagement been? I haven't even checked, honestly. I have it right here. I can pull it up, but it's, it's, it's not good. And also, I don't know. I don't trust TikTok's engagement numbers. You know what I mean? Like You think they're fudging them? I think you they're. You I, don't
1: trust China's numbers? Is that what you're saying? It's not.
0: Okay. It's not China. It's not China. <laughs> this is, this is ridiculous. I'm not, I'm not going to take part in anti-China slander on this podcast. Um, uh, all right, Daryl Morey. I think that the whole thing with TikTok is that it's just too easy to get views. You know what I mean? Like what counts as a view as soon as it like pops up in your for you page or anywhere like that. So you don't have to like actively engage with it. It just counts as a view. Oh, really? Yeah. So the views stack up really, really easily. And then, you know, by nature, it loops. So when you get to the end of a video, it starts again. So that That, technically is another view. They count that as a second view? I bet they do. I don't see why they wouldn't. I mean I, I wouldn't. it's like it's like a vine counted loops, you know what I mean? Uh I don't like that. I think I think it's useful for like, you know, I don't know. It's it's it, as long as they're consistent, it doesn't really matter, you know yeah. what I mean?
1: I see I see where it has value, but I don't know, man. That's what do you, what do you not like about it? You think it's just like shady or something? No, or no. I don't think anything about it is shady. I just think that it doesn't tell the whole story. You think it, it,
0: that's what I'm saying. It's easy to pump the numbers up. Yeah. That's, like it's yeah. not,
1: it's not a unique view or a unique
0: visitor or whatever. And that's, that's what I'm more interested in. None, I don't think that even exists these days. I think all, I mean, we just talked about this on the last episode. Yeah. All these numbers are pumped up, man. Like yeah. they're not, they're not real. I don't, I don't think they exist. Um, I gotta be honest with you, man. I'm not even actually sure how to get to the metrics here. I know they exist somewhere, but, uh, you know, well, oh, analytics. I found it right here. Boom. It says, uh, you know, 38 views in the last seven days. I don't know what that, I don't know how to measure engagement from there, but you know, it, it, it it doesn't really matter on the views because it's just like, if something goes viral and it pops up, then it starts popping up, you know, it's, uh, this type of content I think that we make specifically I'm talking about the Shishkin Productions TikTok page that content that we make isn't meant to go viral it's not it's not it's point because it's highly like it niche niche, whatever yeah. it's very targeted specific. specific yeah it's specific content so like you know a dog running in circles and like jumping around is funny to everybody and they want to see it but like a video explaining like what a J cut is no one really cares about that. You, you don't. Th- I mean? You
1: don't think the world needs to know about the slip tool?
0: I don't think the world. I think the world does, should not learn about any tools and should save the right. save the editing for us. Don't quit quit stealing the edits. I don't want the edits stolen by the rest of the world. You know what I mean? Yeah, I kind of wonder what happens to to this industry if
1: because I, I feel like the next generation is going to be a lot more comfortable with video in general and you know shooting it and editing it, but I don't know if that will translate to more people pursuing this as a career or if it will be fewer people because it's less valuable and you don't see the the specialization in it. And you're like, oh, anyone can do that. Why would I do that for a living?
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I, I personally think that it's going to be, I think it's going to be more commonplace and I think it's going to be cheaper. Like I think it's going to be way cheaper. And I, I think that, um, there, I actually think there will be more jobs in it. I just think the average pay is going to go way down. Cause it's, everyone's going to know how to do the skill. Like no one's going to, it's not really going to be that specialized. I think what's going to be more in demand and more specialized is like, you know, motion graphics stuff or an, animating stuff and things like that. But even that, right. I guess like maybe that won't be in such high demand because there are like a lot of people who do that for, for very cheap. You know what I mean? If you go to the right places. Yeah. There's
1: a lot of shortcuts for that too. I mean, you can't beat a good motion graphics artist, but there's so many plugins and, and, you know, template packs that you can buy off of Envato or wherever video hive. And
0: they're, I mean, they're pretty good. A lot of them are really good and easy to work with. Yeah. And then I, I feel like a lot of them actually, they end up, I can't say this for a fact, but I feel like I've seen those like packs and presets and things off of that, like end up places where, you know, I, I either whether it's on Instagram as an ad or whether it's like on, on TV or wherever it is, I've seen like those packs end up being used places for commercial projects. And it's oh, yeah. like, Hmm, I that's think that's interesting. I think pros pros use those
1: sometimes because it, it's not just about, being able to animate something like having the knowledge it's about the time that it takes. And sometimes using a plugin, it just, it looks almost just as good and it's so much faster. And especially on, on those bigger projects where you're trying to cut some corners and save some money. That's an easy way to do that.
0: Yeah. And, and I, I, you're right. I mean, I don't think that it's necessarily a problem to use those. I think that it's the real, you know, talent in, in it, it comes from the, the direction, right? So like knowing I want it to do this. So it's like, you already have the vision in your head of what you want it to do. You're using the plugin as just like the plugin or the template pack or whatever the hell as like, Oh yeah. Like you said, a way to get there. It's a tool. It's just another tool. It's just a very advanced tool. You know what I mean? It's like, rather than using this here, I go for this metaphor. I don't know anything about building but it's rather than using a hammer and a screwdriver you go get like a drill and a jackhammer and you're like well a jackhammer will probably fuck the wall up but you know what well, i'm saying yeah, yeah, don't yeah. use a screwdriver use a drill and that's what that's what it is that's what those invado packs are is is a drill it's
1: like it's like taking a instead of using a standard tool using a power tool
0: yeah exactly i mean, and i i actually you know i mean we have a whole thing on the server. We have well, not not that there's that many things in there, but we have like three little plugin packs or four little like motion graphic template packs that are cool. And I use Mr. Horse all the time. I love Mr. Horse. If if you guys are out there listening and anyone's an editor and you don't know about Mr. Horse, type it in. Look at it on Google, Mr. Horse. I think it's Mr. Horse TV. But it's a bunch of great, you know, text plugin packs and motion packs, and they have icons and stuff. It's uh. Mm-hmm really customizable and just it yeah. looks good. It's clean. Yeah. It's like, it's the, it's the stuff where like, rather than having to m- like, if you want to animate text to come on like word by word, rather than having to like mask it out and animate every single word and on a different layer or something like that, or write like some script or something, you can just use this drag and drop, like easy plugin and then customize everything. It's, it's real clean. It was real clean. And I remember when I just go, and also you have know, straight up, like, it's actually very affordable and even if you just use the free portion of it the free portion still does like wonders you know what i mean and it's extra affordable yeah that's yeah nothing beats free Mm -hmm. you know what they say nothing beats free and you know what else they say lightning only lightning rarely strikes twice in the same place especially right after a lightning just struck there i have heard that that's a common phrase i think (laughs) All right, let's take a quick break and then we'll come right back and we're going to talk about an event that is coming up uh, later this week, I think, Complex Land. Yeah. All right. All right.
1: you like candles? I love candles. You're a big candle fan? Big candle like fan.
0: number one candle guy? Yeah. Well, How, like number two. Number two. How many candles you got at home? I got like three or four. You th- I think you could use a couple more candles. I think I probably could too. Where where can I get some? Well, I know about this one place. It's called Smells Like, and uh, they are a fragrance and scent company. They're here to bring you thoughtfully curated candles. They invoke nostalgia. They'll transport you, Chris, to a place in time. You know, I've heard that that scent is, is tied to your memory more than any other sense? That's what they say, um, but, you know, you'll never really know unless you order some candles, and you can do that if you go to smellslikebk.com and enter the code sizzle. You'll get 20% off with that, and, you know, we're working from home. Now is a time when you probably could use more candles than ever, right? Yeah, I mean, you, you got to have a, a nice scent while you're working. and It'll help you concentrate and help you, you know. Yeah, well, what I always hear is you got to put one candle near where you work and light it only when you're working, so that way you kind of get... You know, you start thinking about, okay, this is my work set. I'm in work mode because... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's I've very smart. It's that. a little life hack. It's a life hack, especially if you're in like a small New York apartment. Everything feels like the office. How do you break it up? You know? You, you said like, that was like bk.com. Enter the code sizzle and you'll get 20% off. All right. I think I'll do that. All right.
1: We are back and... Alexi wants to talk about something coming up. It's uh, it's December seventh through eleventh, twenty twenty, and it's one of the first big virtual events that I, th- I think is actually going to work out this year. Dang! Well, wow. I mean, Chris, you're putting you're putting all your eggs in that basket right away. It's it sounds pretty cool. Like I I feel like it's more interactive than a lot of things that I've seen. You know, it's it's not just your your standard oh go go look at this Zoom meeting that someone had and yeah. call it call it a conference yeah
0: don't call it a conference <laughs> yeah exactly. it's been here for years well, it's complex land complex land it's 2020 it's, it's a uh, it's I guess the uh, COVID COVID influenced answer to uh, complex con which is a thing that complex. Uh, it's a convention, I guess, uh, that they would put on every year right around this time. And it was in long beach. then they had a version of it in Chicago. Basically a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of different brands, uh, get booths there and you can find all this cool art and all this cool shopping, exclusive drops. Then there's uh, screenings of stuff. Uh, First we feast has a bunch of exclusive food. there. chefs show up, there's musicians, there's performances. It's, it's, it's a hell of a time. Really. It's, it's a, it's a bit, it's a bit wild. I've been once. So it, was, it was a little crazy. I've
1: never been to Co- ComplexCon, and I really didn't know anything about it. And I still, this ComplexLand, I don't know a whole lot about it. But just you go to ComplexLand.com and just kind of look at the splash page. It already looks very cool. Like the branding is on point. And they they describe it as an open-world shoppable virtual destination. And what it looks like is you can kind of create a custom avatar. It's all free, and you can walk your avatar around to like different panels i guess you know like different viewing experiences different shopping booths they say they have performances
0: and screenings scavenger hunts like it's it's really cool of them to just you know regardless of how it goes off because who knows this is a giant undertaking in my opinion especially like for the, the from the it end of things like if you are the people who built this experience and you have to be on call in case some shit goes wrong that's going to be a crazy four or five days or whatever. Like it, you're you going to hope shit runs smoothly. So, you know, knock on wood, hopefully that, that works out. Uh, but even outside of that, kudos to them for attempting this. You know what I mean? Like you said, a lot of these uh, conventions or conferences, festivals, whatever, that have tried to move into the the virtual space and not just completely, you know, cancel or fold because of COVID uh, have done it in a really predictable way, right? Like um, I know the, the the coffee festival, I don't know if it's the, I don't know if it was the New York coffee festival, the global coffee festival, whatever it was called. They basically just did like a, you know, here is uh, two hosts talking into a camera and then we're going to toss to someone for 30 minutes as they talk to you about this other thing from another remote location. So it was just, you know, stuff like that or ServiceNow even had their conference and it was just a bunch of, like you said, Zoom meetings and webinars. It's, yeah. There's just nothing engaging about something like that. It's I not mean, creative. You know yeah. I if, mean? if you,
1: it, This seems like it's a little bit more realistic to to an in-person experience where you get to the convention center, there's booths everywhere. You can kind of walk to, to, to different booths. You can pick what you want to, to view that day. And it's not just watching a broadcast and being told what is next.
0: I was, um, I was talking to a friend of mine over there and she said that, well, we, we, we kind of like, we're joking how it's like a, uh, it's like Minecraft, you know, it's like I said, it's like Minecraft meets <laughs> capitalism. You yeah. know, Like, because cause it kind of is. I mean, you're making your little uh, your skin, your avatar, whatever, and then you're running around in this environment, you know, I, who knows people are going to be. You know, people are going to be trolling, doing some crazy shit. Like, do you think they're going to have mods like Dude, are they, they
1: must? Because to me, it's it's like have a hotel for Hypebeast or, or Club yeah. Penguin. <laughs> Club like- Penguin for Hypebeast. <laughs> yeah, That's, <you're- laughs>
0: yep. That's exactly it. <laughs> But it's cool. I, I mean, I, I'm I know I'm gonna go try it. I think it's gonna be hilarious. Oh, I'm gonna hell like yeah. run around and see what the hell's going on. You well, know? I mean,
1: we, we we we're working
0: on something that's for true. Complex land. That's we're, true. Working we're working on one of the panels. We're working on one of the panels, so we'll have to go and make sure that it goes off without a hitch. Mm-hmm. We'll I, have to we'll be bouncers. We'll stand right by the door. If someone's <laughs> causing a ruckus, they're out of here. You know what I'm saying? Oh my god. There I was, wonder I wonder if you're gonna be able
1: to like chat with other avatars or not. Nah. Ooh. That'd be pretty cool. It sounds like a big undertaking though.
0: I think they should do that. If they don't do that, I don't think that that's gonna.
1: People are crappy though. They might they might mess it up. You know. You think that if we just give you give them that much freedom, and they'll just be
0: like, uh, I don't know, they'll just like fuck I, around and, and mess up. Uh, yeah, syrup? just just a bunch of edgy white teenagers type, yeah. typing in wars they shouldn't be saying. You know what? That's it. Honestly, might be that. Yeah. I don't know if, I, I hope it's not, but you know, I, I it reminds me a little bit of um the fact that they tried to make it like a creative. Immersive virtual experience kind of reminds me of a thing that at the very beginning of the pandemic there is a uh, venue uh, actually right down the street called Elsewhere, and they're like uh, you know they're just a music venue. They have a few different spaces. They have a smaller space. They have a rooftop. They have a larger venue. It's a it's a, it's a pretty good space. And um, one thing that they tried to do at the very very beginning of uh, the pandemic when everyone was just quarantining, just starting, and you know they wanted to give people something to to do they had a virtual concert in Minecraft. So they made a Minecraft server replicated elsewhere and had a show and, and, and actual artists came to play. I don't, I didn't attend, but like, I don't, I don't even know how they played, but I'm going to, I'm going to look it up because I, it it was, uh, it was definitely talked about on Twitter for like, you know, as everything's flavor of the week, right? It was, it was a big story for like one day and then everyone was like, cool. Next thing, you know what I mean? But, um,
1: you know, the, I feel like the beginning of the pandemic things were those kind of a lot of musicians were doing, doing streams and like virtual concerts to kind of help lift people's spirits. And that was really cool for, for a month or so. And then it just, you know, that stuff got old. I mean, you know, you you can only watch a a recording of people doing something. So, so many times.
0: Yeah. You know, speaking of that, there actually was a, uh, someone who we met the other day right who was so inspired by the fact that all these live streams were happening that she started uh, a business basically based off of that she started oh, yeah. an app called limelight that's just got um, a bunch of live artists performing and the other day outside of our office actually they posted up and held a little concert and it was uh it was pretty cool but it also was happening at like five o'clock and we were in the middle of an edit and i was like why is this happening at five o'clock but cool concept. You know cool, what I cool mean? Cool concept. So, you know, hopefully, hopefully it, it takes off. It's one of those things though that doesn't have a life beyond the pandemic. That's what I want to know. Like.
1: I would say so. I think streaming things is, I mean, it, people are moving away from cable TV just to be able to stream things. Yeah. Like it's, it's just a different version of the same evil. You I know, guess. really
0: what, what they should do. This is some free advice. If you're listening, I don't remember your name, but you are cool. Um, Free advice. I would say you just got to hit up any like big indie artists, you know, and like try to convince them to do a spotlight on there. And like, you know, it sucks because it goes against the whole idea of like, give everyone a voice, but just spotlight a couple like big indie artists and record like things that they do, like get Mitski to play a show in her bedroom of her just like playing a couple of her songs or something like that and then people would be like oh my god this is so cool like miski does it like everyone else should do it or whatever Or get like a young like up-and-coming rapper to rap some shit i have no idea man just I mean, get yeah. people who have draw who, who normally would have a draw and bring people to shows get them to do some spotlight things Oh well, yeah
1: not not even in a rude way but like if you're a, a no name startup app and you're featuring a bunch of no name startup artists, you're probably not gonna gain a lot of traction because right. that people don't even know where to look for it. Yeah. Well you get you get some, you know, medium, big tier names.
0: Just one or two is all you really need to put it on the map and then more yeah. people will start getting into it. I don't know. It's uh I wonder if during Complex Land they're gonna do any like live streaming stuff or if it's all gonna be pre recorded. I, I say know. this as I as someone who has literally zero clue, like I it's, I could probably just read about it and figure it out, but it seems like it should be mostly pre-recorded. Maybe there'll be a couple live things. I yeah.
1: If I, if I had to guess that live things will be few and far between for yeah. that. I wonder if they're even going to have like any sort of virtual host. No, I or, don't think so. Or like if they'll have like a, you know, a, a I don't know, like live drawings or something like that. Not someone physically drawing, but you know, yeah. pick, picking a name. Lotteries. Yeah.
0: Well, you know what? Actually, it's funny you say that because they actually do. I mean, I don't know about what this year, but at ComplexCon, they always have those live drawings because they have exclusive like sneakers that will, like only be there. And the way that you can win them is by getting like selected. You draw, you get drawn in the lottery. And then, you know, I, and I don't think fights break out that often. I think sometimes, but not, not too often. I do think people have been like, you know, have been jumped to try to get the sneakers, but uh, Man. that is what it is. You know what I mean? That's how it is. People, people go nuts over, uh, over certain brands and over certain clothing. It's weird. Oh yeah. But the hype, the hype is real. I, hype think, is I do real. think
1: it's interesting that in, in the first sentence, like the the main description of complex land, they call it an open world shoppable virtual destination shoppable
0: is like the second thing they say because it's still all about the money it well it's but it is all about the money but also like shopping is like i don't know i don't want to believe it but i would say this is probably true i think shopping is like a hobby for a lot of people like I, I think that's like what pe- people like see shopping and they'll be like oh That's tight. I love online shopping. I might as well go do it in a fun way. You know, I mean, I'm not going to lie brands that
1: appeal to me. Uh, I mean, I'm interested in it. I just want to see like what kind of exclusives they have. I'm probably not going to be able to afford any of that stuff or like really want it or like for sneakers. I'm not going to be able to try them on. So I don't even know if they fit me. But like I'm still... Intrigued by it. And like you know, I like those little hits of dopamine when I'm when I'm buying things
0: online. I'm intrigued about the actual event and like from a technical perspective, how this is built and how it's gonna go off. Because if this is like a thing that can be replicated by other brands and other companies, I don't see why more places can't do events like this consistently, even when we get out of the pandemic if you do these, that's just another avenue to like create content. Right. So of course we all want to go back to like an actual convention where you like get to go and like go to booths and interact with stuff. But then maybe you can do these as like some side content as, as like a thing that happens, you know, um, a few months removed from the conventions or whatever. I I don't know, but I think that, I think it could be pretty cool. So that's really the thing I'm most excited about is just getting to walk around in that virtual world and see like, what is this? How vast is it? Is it going to, is it going to be like a technology? Like you're not going to have everyone in the same thing. It's going to be multiple servers, I'm assuming. So yeah, you know, if you and your friends go quote unquote, are you going to be in the same place? Can you walk around together? Or are you going to, you have to log on at the same time? Can you go as a party? Like, you know, those are the things that that I'm interested in. They have virtual food trucks. What how does that even work? I need to know more. Yeah, that's gonna be wild, right? That was my favorite part when I went actually was seeing that all the different food. It's really nice that First We Feast is like affiliated because it that whole world is, is a world that I'm a little more into than like the hype beast sneaker world or anything like that. So seeing like a bunch of different, you know, food. Uh, content and, and like actually when I went the one time experiencing the food that was that was pretty cool that that I actually enjoyed you know the hot ones hot ones shit is overrated in my opinion sorry that's how I feel I've, but, never, I've never had any of their sauces or any other
1: never played their board game never watched their game show so I don't really know you've watched the actual show though right yeah I've seen the actual yeah show.
0: I mean the show is good it, like it, it gets it gets deep with people and they, they answer questions and it's nice and it's kind of funny but I think that It just seems played out at this point. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's, it's a solid vehicle and it's, it's really cool, but I think that they have a lot of other shows on there that are like really underrated and, and Hot Ones gets a lot of shine and it's tight because it makes, you know, it's, it's what allows them to go do those other shows. And that's really, that's really cool. I just wish the other shows got a little more shine, like. I don't know. Tacos Contoto. I really like that show. Burger show. I really like that show. You know, they have a lot of stuff on there. That's, that's real dope. They did this one with, um, what's her name? Miss, Miss info or whatever. Um, and, uh, man, I forgot what it was called, but they like would go all over to different cities in the U S and they would experience like the local cuisine there and like the weird blends of stuff that you would see. So for example, I think Man, I might be getting this wrong, but I feel like they went to Houston maybe and, like, experienced, like, because apparently there's, like, oh, man, I could be so wrong in this. But I think there's, like, a large Vietnamese community in Houston. So they went, like, specifically to go eat Vietnamese food in Houston to see, like, what the the blend of the cultures was like almost. Uh, It might have been in New Orleans. I don't really know. But... It's uh, yeah. Like that kind of, that kind of story. That's the kind of story I like, like a celebrity eating hot chicken wings talking about their career. That's cool. I like that. That's fine. But I prefer the stories that like are more documentary style. You know what I mean? That's just, it's kind of stuff I, I like. Kind of reminds me of Insomniac
1: with David Tell, like just kind of going to a city and seeing what's going on late at night. Except with
0: food. That's pretty much what it was. And it wasn't really necessarily late at night, but they gotta bring Insomniac back. Dude, that was I such take. a great show. Everything. You know, I, I G Shatters you this the other day. That on HBO Max, they they now have Arena Nine One One, and they have uh, they have other stuff from that like golden era of Comedy Central. And I was like, man, it's just a matter of time. I feel like until they bring back Insomniac. That, uh, I mean, you know, that'd be great. I don't know if,
1: what. Where David Tell is at his, in his career, or if they'd bring him back, they'd probably get someone new for it. Well, honestly, I
0: feel like no, no. I feel like they would license the old episode. That's what I oh, can't wait because, yeah. like, that's what they did with Reno. They licensed all of the Reno catalog. So. Like, I started watching it from season one, and I was like, this is so crazy. <laughs> like, seeing season one Reno 911 is insane.
1: Did you see any of the Reno 911s on Quibi? I never got a chance. Quibi I did. I watched, Quibi died before I got a chance.
0: Yeah, Quibi. Where are man, those going
1: to be available? Fucking who the hell
0: knows? Those are... PirateBay.org? I guess they're... Yeah, Pirate Bay. I guess they're um still Comedy Central's property, I'm assuming. So, I who knows I what's going to happen with them? I don't even know. I watched them... I don't know. I think there were like maybe 10 episodes. I think I watched seven of them because by that point they had uh that's as far as, as they'd released up till then. And then I was like, okay, well I'm not going to check back on this every single week to watch a 10 minute episode of fucking like Reno 911.
1: Like, Reno 911 does seem like it would fit that format a lot better than
0: it than, did. than most shows. It actually did. Like it, it, it was really great. I think that that format is really, really good. Still. I'm still like Quibi Stan in terms of format. I think that it works and I think it particularly particularly works for the type of shit that I like um so like Reno 911 right it works really really well for that I think any of the stuff that like um like Rob Corddry is involved in that kind of shit okay, like yeah. the you know uh Children's, Children's Hospital, Hospital all of that shit like those shows are meant for that type of yeah. format and uh it's just a bummer. I mean, look, I, broken record, but the fact is they said you can only watch it on the fucking phone and that's that was what killed plan. It's like, if you could just let me Chromecast that or like, let me stream it to Apple TV or something, maybe you would have done better. People would have been like, okay, I don't mind if it refreshes every 10 minutes rather than every 30, whatever. Well, yeah. I mean, that was,
1: I understand what they were going for, but to not even make it available was such a dumb idea. And I know they kind of got messed up with the pandemic, you know, everyone's always at home. But even even if that hadn't happened, how many people are trying to spend all of their data streaming video? Like yeah. usually if you're streaming video, you want to be connected to, to to Wi-Fi and at that point, just put it on the TV. Like yep. uh, I'm lucky I have unlimited data, but not everyone does, especially like in the middle of the country yeah. places that aren't new york yeah and so, hell even even if i had wi-fi or unlimited data if i'm on the subway i still can't watch those videos
0: because i don't i lose the connection well i think one of the things that they maybe i could be wrong but i feel like they tried to do that thing that netflix did as well where it was like you can download it Pre, yeah and then, preload but, it preload it yeah but i mean re- regardless like it's it, there were just so many hurdles. I and mean,
1: then it's just taking up data on my phone. You know. Well, yeah, like I, think, I
0: think what it came down to was that there were just too many hurdles to watch their content. Yeah, in, a, in a world exactly. where like everyone just wants the most accessible mm-hmm. thing. Exactly. So it's like. Yeah, you can watch it, except not here, not here, not here, not this way, not this way, and not in this thing. But you can watch it vertically too. (laughs) (laughs) That's your take. That's that's it. That's what's going to get us there. I mean, that's the thing, though. Is a a lot of the
1: times when piracy goes up, it's not a matter of of affordability. It's a matter of accessibility. It's being able to get to the content easily. Like
0: that's how I feel about um, live stream, like streaming sports and stuff like that. Like. Uh, I think it's really annoying. Like this happened to me yesterday. As a matter of fact, I have ESPN plus I I pay for it. It works. And it was on my phone. I wanted to watch this uh, MLS game on my phone. I pulled it up and it was there playing. And I was like, I'm gonna watch it on my laptop. So I went to pull it up and it was like, you're not logged in. And I was just like, how am I not logged in? I'm logged in on my phone. And there was some weird thing where like one account wasn't the same as the other account. I got frustrated with it. I ended up just fucking illegally streaming it because it was like, all right, I'm not about to spend like 20 minutes trying to figure out why the stream won't work when I can just in 10 seconds pull up a working one. You know what I mean? Dude, I, I completely get it. That's with,
1: with the NBA, with the playoffs this year, anytime a game was on TNT. I would just stream it. I would just find a streaming site because I could literally type in the address of the site and have it up and streaming in less than 10 seconds with the Mm -hmm. TNT. Every time I I loaded their app, I had to re-sign in for some reason. Like Mm -hmm. it just never remembered my information. Half the time it would freeze. It would never load properly. And it's it's just a a fluky crappy app. It's like, why, why am I paying for this? Why am I going through this hassle? If it's easier to get it for free, then I'm going to get it for free.
0: Yeah, we're in this, I feel like we're in this really weird spot when it comes to streaming tech where like the idea of it's really cool and everything that goes into the process is great. Uh However, the end product doesn't necessarily work. Like if it yeah. all worked flawlessly, it would be a brilliant product, but it doesn't. And it's like, what's the solution to that? Who knows? Is it going to be bundling everything up again and like just signing in to your like bundle and then having everything accessible from there who I, I really don't know what the solution is, but yeah, it's, it's like the tech is always almost there. You know what I mean? It's like it should work and it doesn't. Well, and
1: even, damn, even when it does work, regional blackouts will screw you. Like I used to, when I lived in Jacksonville, I, I paid for Florida sun sports or whatever, which is where the the Florida Panthers played on. Uh, the Florida Panthers play five or six hours away from Jacksonville. It's 300 miles, but I couldn't watch their games because it was blacked out regionally. And it's like, yeah, I'm not going to drive five hours to go watch this game. That's yeah. that doesn't even make sense. How, why I is this not accessible?
0: I don't necessarily even understand what the point of those things is to, to be real with you. Sell tickets, I guess, to
1: force people to actually pay the money to go to the game to watch it. That's why it's like a local yeah. blackout typically. But nationally, it's available. But. It's
0: it's it's uh, yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty stupid. I don't know. Like I uh, I pay for league pass when it comes to basketball. And I always I. Uh, that's why I always watch like these shitty teams. And then when they get good, I'm like, all right, cool. I guess I'm never going to watch you again. Cause like, you're just going to be on national TV the whole time and I'm not going to be able to see you. So I end up just picking a new shitty team. It's like, th- like the last couple of years. That's why I've been so into the Hawks and the Hornets because I've been like, yo, I've watched like every Hawks and Hornets game for the last like two years. That's crazy. I can and see at least the Hawks. I can't yeah. believe you've been watching the Hornets. Yeah, man. Because they had Kemba and Kemba was fun to watch okay, on his own. True. And then that's when they true. didn't have Kemba, they had Devontae Graham, who was really fun to watch. And they have a great commentary team. I think Del Curry's involved. But it's a uh, it's it, it, they were fun. and I liked them. But now... I mean I'll probably still get to watch the Hornets but the, the Hawks I think will start getting a little more national TV hype uh, I do uh, yeah we'll see we'll see what happens but um why would not you be able to watch them if they're on national TV you just don't watch it you don't want to well I don't I don't have it I can't so if it's on TNT I can't watch it I guess I can go to the stream but like for League Pass you can't watch the national TV games yeah but well, if, maybe it's on ESPN though if it's on ESPN then I can watch it but All most right. of the time it ends up being on TNT you know what I mean yeah but also like You know, it's partially laziness too. I just get into the NBA app and then I'm like, well, I'm not leaving this app. Whatever's here, I'm going to watch it. You know what I'm saying? Ease of access, man. Yeah, that's it. That's it, man. Humans are are lazy. You know, you'd be surprised. Um, That's what laziness, efficiency, who knows? I call it efficiency. Some call it laziness. But you know what they say, Chris? lightning, lightning never, only strikes twice okay. so rarely if it's in a place where another lightning has already struck
1: just, just recently recently
0: struck. like just then okay yeah all, <laughs> that's right. It. all right guys thanks for listening um we are going to be back next monday we're going to have uh, some real interesting little uh, holiday discussion we're going to talk about our holiday wish lists Let's you know go. that's coming up but um in a week but uh, for now, in the time in between, why don't you go, you know, check us out on um, on Instagram. At Sizzle Real Gang. At Sizzle Real Gang. I think we've got a whole one post up right now. Same on Twitter. Twitter, we might have posted once. Who knows? It's also at Sizzle Real Gang. That's yeah. right. Um, we got a TikTok, Shishkin Productions. Yeah. Shishkin Productions TikTok is the one that's actually being kept up and running, but it has... It, it's not like the content is just informative really that's about all it is yeah, so that's where the good content is that's that's where the that's where the real stuff is if you're learning if you want to learn about that slip tool we were talking about earlier way earlier you can learn about it right there slip on you over know? slip on over to the tiktok page all right everyone thank you for watch for listening not watching for listening <laughs> and uh we'll catch you next time later